0: This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. And we are back from vacation. Sam Knight, back from the beach. I'm back from a bit of a staycation from the the podcast here. Been chilling uh, mostly in uh, in my apartment playing Kerbal Space Program. And, uh, doing a couple of means morning news shows, but, uh, good thing we didn't miss much while we were gone on the podcast. No real news, huh? <laughs> uh, it,
1: feel, it feels like, it feels like, uh, we're coming back to a whole new world. Does it feel like that to you? It, it sort of feels like that to me, or at least a new reality.
0: Well, I don't know if I'd go, go, uh, that far. Because I
1: think we've just descended
0: It's a different iteration of this are, Yeah, into our, our hell world yeah.
1: um, A new circle
0: Inching closer to Well, you, you're just basically seeing now that the, uh, the, the fever dream that, that the conservative right the far right have gassed themselves up into for years of a coming civil war or race war or whatever uh, they're now like putting it into action. They're now trying to manifest it. The nationwide uprising that has been going on for months against police and systemic racism. Uh, we're now seeing the the backlash, the counter revolution, with all these uh, militant dipshits uh, coming into the streets with guns, uh, trying to um, provoke a firefight and basically shooting people and and getting domed themselves um
1: it's uh pretty dark times yeah it is um it it certainly is and to think that this is the this is the future i mean you have a guy and kyle rittenhouse someone who is what 12 years old when uh trump announced his campaign by calling all Mexicans rapists or whatever. And um, now he's 17, and he's old enough to hold an assault rifle and uh, old enough to commit some pretty gruesome murders. Um, and just the, the the reaction from the right was was just really fucking appalling. And I do have to say this. Which is after that Patriot Prayer guy was a uh, was shot and killed in Portland, it sort of wiped the fucking smirk off their face. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly those Kyle memes disappeared, and they stopped yeah, fun, having so fun much fun. And
0: find out. They,
1: yes. And yeah, so I, mean, I, given, it, I don't know. given, but,
0: given uh, the the documented uh, affinity that. Rittenhouse had for the police he was active in a lot of youth police organizations Um, I think we need to shut down this whole police business until we can figure out what the hell is going on and the radicalizing effect that uh, the Blue Lives Matter movement is having on people to compel them into going on rampages in our streets
1: yeah, and of course the uh, the president is uh, encouraging the fascist rampage. Um, and if anyone thinks that thinks that's hyperbolic anymore, like I don't know what to tell you at this point. But uh, Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary, started off this afternoon uh, by condemning the killing of this Patriot Prayer guy. Um, obviously glossing over the fact that this was basically a protest designed to encourage vehicular homicide. This was a convoy of cars driving through Portland. Uh, there's plenty of footage of them trying to run people over. And not only that, the guy uh, who was killed, who actually I don't even know his name anymore. doesn't fucking matter really at this point. Um, it's all academic, but... The guy who was killed, you can see him on video trying to assault someone before he was killed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the entire day before that incident, you had a caravan of uh, oversized pickup trucks with MAGA flags and dudes in camo driving through the streets of Portland shooting paintball guns and spraying Bear mace at people.
1: They're lucky it was only one. Um.
0: (laughs) And Trump uh, is heading to Wisconsin uh, on Tuesday, uh, despite the governor there uh, advising him not to go, saying uh, him being there in the state could inspire more violence. Um, Trump obviously not meeting with the family of uh, Jacob Blake, the man who was shot seven times in the back by police, which has started this new round of of uh unrest in kenosha um what are the chances though that uh that trump during his visit in wisconsin uh hops over the state line and meets with the family of of kyle rittenhouse
1: i would say put that i would say the chances of that are pretty high i mean he yeah. uh mackinane refused to denounce kyle rittenhouse at the press conference and, and uh when trump speaks a few hours from now on Monday afternoon, uh, you're probably gonna hear him praise Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, it's just a prediction, he might not, but uh, I wager that he does. Or if he doesn't do some outright praise, he makes some, uh, some deliberately ambiguous comment or another very fine people both sides uh, thing. Although this time he won't even say fine people on both sides. <laughs> Well, in uh, less
0: dark news, well, I guess this news could turn dark as well. Uh, Tomorrow's the primary in Massachusetts where we're going to finally see the conclusion in the battle for the Senate seat on the Democratic side where uh, incumbent Ed Markey has been challenged by uh, centrist of Mayo, Joe Kennedy III. And latest polls show Kennedy losing, um, which would be a... An excellent outcome, you know, not to overhype Ed Markey. uh, You know, he's not he's not a Democratic socialist or anything. He's not a socialist. He's a he's a progressive Democrat. He's been on the wrong side of issues before, Uh, but he's better than a lot of Democrats in the Senate. Um, But Joe Kennedy is just awful, just awful. This has been such a waste of money and resources for the Democratic Party to have this sort of uh, infighting, trying to knock off a, a. uh, someone like Ed Markey with just this uh, legacy case, like Joe Kennedy III. So for Joe Kennedy to lose and be the only Kennedy to ever lose a Democratic primary in Massachusetts, that's gonna be that's gonna be some good content on Twitter tomorrow night. Assuming it happens. God,
1: let's hope so. Let's hope so.
0: We could use the respite.
1: It's looking good. It is looking good, but I have just been. Tossing up air ball after air ball recently, so I'm going so to do Ed Markey quiet. a favor and uh, keep my mouth shut here.
0: Good idea. What is this in our notes here about DOE showerhead webinar? On oh Thursday? yeah,
1: just uh, if you're looking for something to do on Thursday uh, from <laughs> from 12 to 4, the Department of Energy is having a webinar on uh, the showerhead changes proposed by the Trump administration. I posted posted that on Twitter and someone replied that they were going to do acid and watch it. I I feel like that would be a waste of acid. Um, I don't know. It probably won't be fun to watch. But I do hope that someone watches it. So if there is good content, uh, it it, it finds its way to Twitter.
0: I would be interested in seeing one of those uh, word graphs or make it like a policy graph of the Trump administration on, like, what they're most focused on versus least focused on. And you'll see the typical things like um, uh, building the wall, uh, uh, China. But you'd probably be surprised that in, like, the top five or top ten, it's showerhead, talking about <laughs> showerhead policy.
1: <laughs> what, what was the other thing you said? Toilets and dishwashers. Yeah, basically water policy, I should say. Well, it's funny that the webinar is only for showerheads because he he has famously complained about all three of those uh, household items. But toilets, he said, uh, it's not a problem for him. It's a problem for his supporters. So he obviously doesn't care enough uh, to propose new rules and have a webinar there. And dishwashers, I mean, the guy has very clearly never washed a dish in his life. Uh, so the only well, thing tr- that impacts him personally, the showerhead, is what they run with. Do you think Trump would, if
0: forced, would claim that he's never taken a shit in his life?
1: Trump strikes me as the sort of guy who, uh, when he was like 15 or 16, refused to wipe his own ass because he thought it was gay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just I just think Trump would have trouble admitting that he takes shits like uh, you know we all like to admit that we take showers that we clean ourselves Um, you know Trump obviously doesn't know much about dishwashers because he doesn't do dishes but him to claim that like the toilet thing isn't a problem for him makes me think that he's like not even willing to go close to admitting that he takes shits.
1: Well, I would, you know, maybe he would admit, I think he probably would admit that he takes shits, but nevertheless, I would still be curious. They're pristine. uh, Morbidly curious to hear him describe his own bowel movements. (laughs) Morbidly curious. (laughs) All right, let's just uh, move on with the rest of what's going on
0: today. It's Monday, August 31st, 2020. Here's the news. More and more states are allowing their eviction moratoriums to expire. On Monday, Pennsylvania was the latest to remove one of the last safety nets, keeping people affected by the pandemic and economic depression from facing homelessness. In Philadelphia, eviction courts are set to resume this week. People who've already lost an eviction court could be put on the streets as soon as next week. And that's thousands of people right there. The forthcoming eviction numbers in the state could be cataclysmic, with one in five Pennsylvanians polled saying they missed last month's rent or didn't feel confident making next month's rent. That's according to the Census Bureau. The Democratic governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolfe, claims he doesn't have the power to extend the moratorium. The Republican-controlled state legislature has not taken up a measure to do it either. And down in Florida, the statewide eviction moratorium is ending on Tuesday. The state has the second most cases of coronavirus in the country and an unemployment rate above 11%, also among the highest in the nation. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has extended the moratorium four times previously. At the time of recording, though, he has not done so for a fifth time. Meanwhile, the federal government is maintaining a backstop for some people facing eviction. The Federal Housing Authority announced it would be extending an eviction moratorium on all FHA finance units through the end of the year. It's estimated that those protections extend to about 12 million people. The Aspen Institute estimates, however, that as many as 40 million people
1: could be facing eviction by the end of the year. Sometimes you drive around the mountains or you take a walk in the woods and think that maybe this country actually isn't so bad. But rest assured, capital is hard at work trying to ruin that feeling too. The Trump administration is set to propose a rule tomorrow which is aimed at streamlining the oil and natural gas leasing process on federal lands. The U.S. Forest Service says it wants to align its policies with the Bureau of Land Management to, quote, reduce time and costs of permitting or leasing. The agency said this will reduce its own expenses, as well as the expenses of, quote, proponents engaged in or pursuing oil and gas operations on national forest system lands. In other words, it will juice energy company profits. Most notably, the proposal would make the agency more active for the industry. Current rules require an administrative review from the Forest Service when specific parcels of land are scheduled for lease by the Bureau of Land Management. But under the new proposed framework, the Forest Service would be, quote, identifying lands on which the agency would consent to the Bureau of Land Management's offering of oil and gas leases. Perhaps the silver lining here is that the Forest Service itself claims that this will have a minimal effect. The agency said the rule proposal is, quote, unlikely to have significant distributional impacts on job or income contributions from oil and gas activities on national forest system lands. But the agency released an advance notice of this proposal in September 2018. It received 91 comments, almost two thirds, 57 of them were negative. They cited concerns about the destruction of forests, human health, and fossil fuel dependence, among other concerns, last week in a preview of the rule release. The National Resource Defense Council called the proposal laughable, noting the Bureau of Land Management has a reputation for being very industry-friendly. The NGO noted this proposal could make all protected forests in the U.S., like the Allegheny National Forest in Pennsylvania, the most exploited national forest in the country— because of a legal quirk over mineral rights. NRDC noted that 3,000 oil and gas wells have been abandoned in the Allegheny National Forest since 2016 alone. That's about equal to the amount of active wells on federal forest lands right now. The U.S. Forest Service said that number is 3,165.
0: Finally, House Democrats are preparing multiple subpoenas of Trump administration officials. First, the Director of National Intelligence, John Ratcliffe, former congressman, who was confirmed to the position by the Senate in May, and then a few months later informed Congress he would no longer deliver in-person briefings on election security. Ratcliffe claimed he was concerned his testimony would politicize the issue. Trump claimed that there were too many leakers on the committee. In response, Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff said the committee was considering forcing Ratcliffe to testify through a subpoena. Over in the House Oversight Committee, chaired by Rep. Carolyn Maloney, members are considering a subpoena for Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. DeJoy testified before the committee last week where he was asked to hand over a number of records related to changes undertaken at the service that have slowed mail delivery, including changes to overtime pay and processing procedures and the removal of mailboxes and expensive mail sorting machines. Following his appearance before Congress, DeJoy wrote a letter to Maloney claiming that his testimony, quote, clarified any remaining questions, end quote. Well, it did not. The subpoena would also include a records request to the chair of the U.S. Postal Service Board, Robert Duncan. Duncan oversaw the appointment of DeJoy to the position of Postmaster General back in May, despite DeJoy having a history of labor abuses in the private sector. That'll do it for the newscast today. It is good to be back, but while we were gone, we got some uh, new patron subscribers and a pretty big backlog of haiku that we have to get through. So uh, let's start slogging through it. Just a reminder, all new subscribers to our Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel, get a haiku written for them and read on the air in addition to all the uh, other stuff like bonus content you can listen to our Friday garbage can show and you get a month free subscription to means TV when you sign up patreon.com slash district sentinel all right this first haiku goes out to Jacob you get just one home take rich people's extras solve the housing crisis
1: Thank you, Jacob. This is for Brendan. Not controversial any longer to say this. Lee Fong should log off.
0: <laughs> wow, what a what a character arc for Lee Fong here, uh, appearing on District Sentinel Radio as a guest back in the day, now being uh, the object of scorn in a District Sentinel Radio haiku.
1: You're going gonna to thank Brendan? Thank you, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is, it is something to muse over. It certainly is a thing, isn't it? It is. This one goes out to Ian.
0: Joe Biden and Trump agree on this. There are fine
1: people on both sides. Thank you, Ian. This is for J.C., Oregon fascist. Can't menace people from hell. Sucks to suck, you fuck. <laughs> Thank you, JC. This one's for
0: John. Never forget Never forget it. When a police station burned,
1: it was popular. Thank you, John. Finally, this is for ZZZ. Or if they're Canadian or British, ZZZ. New struggle this year. Many people now saying, Free Leo Messi.
0: I'm hearing that more and more. More Thank and you. more. Thank you, Zzz or
1: ZZZ. All right, we got a lot more haiku. Leo uh, refusing on. to show up to training today. He's now a, He's now a labor hero. Yeah, I, I hear there's uh, rumors of him coming to the Premier League. Hmm. Makes you think. Might
0: come to Man City. Who
1: else could afford him?
0: Yeah, probably Probably that's about it. All right. Thanks to all the new subscribers. Again, that's patreon.com slash district sentinel. We're going to read some more haiku at the end of tomorrow's newscast. We're here in D.C., so you don't have to be.